I believe that, I believe that, I believe that. Hey, has anybody in the room ever been lied to, hurt, stolen from, abused, been manipulated by somebody you trusted in? Anybody in the room? Come on, can I see your hands? Yeah. Okay, well, your hands are up, and listen to me, it's not going to be the last time. But when you're wronged and when somebody comes against you, the, the natural response for all of us is this. I want to retaliate. I want to respond. I want to get even. But the unnatural response is what we're going to talk about today from the Word of God, is that the unnatural response is that you forgive, you let it go, and you release it or you release them from your life. We're going to talk today about forgiveness, and, and um, uh, maybe again next week, I think we probably will, because i kind of got some stuff stirring in my heart. But the way of forgiveness, what we know from the Scripture, is that this is the Jesus way. And this isn't just something that Jesus preached, as we'll show you in just a minute. This is something that Jesus lived out. And so it's real easy to talk about forgiveness, but how many know it's real tough to live it out sometimes? So what I want to do is I want to get under our skin a little bit, not to make us crawl, but to shine the light of God's Word in your and my heart so that we can get up from this place and that we can forgive whoever or whatever has happened to us. And at the end of the message, we're actually going to seal it because we're going to receive communion, and we'll talk about that as well. You know that Jesus actually said when he was on the cross, anybody remember those last words that we have recorded, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when he was on the cross? He said this, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And so there's some people that we'll talk about that come into your life, and they really don't even know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're, they've been through some situations. They're in the middle of some stuff. They act out. They, they act in. They, they lie. They cheat. They deceive. They, in, in the middle of it all, it's lifestyle. It's who they are. Uh, but there's some other people. Uh, you know, the, 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 you got the willing people, you got the willingly people. This is what they're willingly doing. This is what they're conscious of. And, and then you got some people that just, how, how many of you know you got some people that just keep cutting you off in traffic? Come on, somebody. And, 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 and come on, you know, anybody, anybody ever been in that situation? It's like, you keep cutting me off in traffic and I'm, get, come on, anybody talk back on the highway like me? Come on, I, I'm a talk backer. I'm like, you better not come over here right now. You better, come on, you better not, come on. I, 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 come on, I, I, I know I'm sanctified, but I'm being sanctified in Jesus' name. But a man in Christ, as we talked that whole series, a woman in Christ is going to have to be a man or a woman who continually knows and learns how to forgive and stays in a place of forgiving and forgiving, receiving forgiveness and giving forgiveness. Look with me in Matthew chapter 6. Let's look at the word this morning. Matthew 6, this is the Lord's Prayer. We know it this way. Come on, it'll be on the screen. Read it with me. Let's go. One, two, three, read. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Check it out right here now, verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt. One more time, read that one more time. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Verse 13. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Uh, right in between, you know, almost, almost like right in between, at the halfway mark between the Lord's Prayer, is that phrase. And, and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. Forgive us 
what we owe somebody. We're in debt. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who now are indebted to us. They, they, they owe me something. They, they owe me something. But I, I, I'm, choosing, I'm choosing to forgive. A couple different words that the word forgive means. Let me give you a broad, kind of a little bit of a broader definition. Just look on the screen. The word forgive actually means this, to release, let it go, let it be, let it alone, to send it away, bid it goodbye. Release it, let it go, let it be, let it alone, send it away, bid it goodbye. Now in the English language, which predominantly most of us in the room speak maybe as our first language, we, we use different words. It's like, you know, we're, we're a military town and you've seen some of the guys or you've seen, uh, maybe you're up at by Camp Pendleton, like I've been up there before and I've seen the Marines and they've got help me brothers, probably a 70 pound, 80 pound backpack on, and, and, and they're carrying it. They're, or maybe you go hiking and you've seen them, they've got the tent rolled up there, they've got all their pots and pans, they've got everything on this huge, huge backpack. I'm not talking about a little fanny pack, come on. I'm talking about a, a backpack. And, 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 you know, one of the words that we would use or we would say that, you know, when, when they're going to, uh, when they're going to get rid of that, they, they, they you know, they got, a, of course, their shoulder straps, but they got a hook around their chest, around their stomach. They'll unhook it and, and they'll let the, they'll let go of the burden. They'll, they'll let go of the weight. But in our language, if someone's got a broken relationship with you, if somebody's offended you, somebody's spoken against you, somebody's lied to you, somebody's hurt you, somebody's abused you in all kinds of abuse, our word, our word, you know, and what we're looking for, you know, reconciliation, but our word is to forgive, to forgive. But, but in the Bible language, the Bible language, it's the same word. There's not a different word for, you know, let the burden go, let the release go like that. And we, we would say the same word is for forgiveness is the same analogy in the, in the word picture that we just pointed is let the burden go, let the weight go, let, 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 let the pressure off you, let the pressure off you. Uh, we, we do know from science now that so many diseases are from stress are from harboring things and holding on to things in your heart, in your soul, that is affecting you physically. It's proven. And Jesus tells us in the middle of this prayer, Father, here's how we need to pray. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those that are indebted to us. So when Jesus is praying that on the cross, let's just talk about it. When he says that, forgive us our debts, what is he wanting to be let go? Uh, of course, it's our debt. It's, it's the debt. That, think about that word. We think about debt as a, as a financial term, and that's not what he's talking about here. There's a debt that is owed you, or there's a debt that you owe somebody else. We're coming up at Christmas. It's all over. Come on. How many know that starting September 1st, Costco has Christmas out? Jesus. Some of you already probably have your trees up and you got, come on, you got vanilla candles burning and all that kind of stuff. And so we, we know this. If you've ever had siblings, if you've got brothers and sisters, and, and uh, this happened to all of us, I'm sure, and they got a new toy for Christmas, and what, what, is, what is guaranteed to happen if you've got a brother and sister? They're going to play with your toy, and they're going to break your toy. They're going to break your toy. It happens every single year. I'm not prophesying it, but it's going to happen again this year. 
And so if you're a single child, God bless you. Come on, everything you've had since you were eight is still around. Come on, that's not normal. Uh, but, but, but you, you know, what would we say? This happened with our kids. What would you say if your brother or your sister took your toy and broke it? The, the response would be probably something like this. You owe me a new toy. You'd say you owe me a new toy, and then you'd probably beat him up a little bit, right? Come on, just, just a little bit. Uh, and you owe me a new toy. But, but think with me, they're eight years old. They ain't got no money. That toy came from somebody else. So there's no way that they're going to be able to replace the tablet. They, they can't replace the, 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 the Barbie Corvette. They, they can't replace it. They can't replace it. So, so, so what's your option? We'll talk about options in just a couple of minutes. So when we think about it, listen, to, to forgive means you release the debt. You release the debt. Now, now notice, with, with this goofy analogy with siblings, the truth is that they are in debt to you. They are in debt to you. But you choose to release it. You choose to let it go. You choose to give up resentment. You choose to give up the bitterness over what's been done to you. So, so really, guys, listen, there's only two options that, that, that you can deal with with any wrong that happens to you or happens to me. Here's the two options. Look on the screen. It's if the person pays for the debt of the wrong they caused. This is called justice. You got justice. You got justice. They took your toy. They broke your toy. They lied to you. They got what's coming. Whatever from that lie. They got caught. That Whatever. Maybe they lied about you and they were back behind the scenes lying and stealing or whatever. And they got caught. And you would say... That's justice, not karma, but that's justice. But the second thing is if, if you pay the debt, if you pay the debt for the wrong that they caused, this is called forgiveness or this is called mercy. So, 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 so on the one hand, you pay, you, you, you're, the, you're the person, you pay for the debt, that person pays for the debt, you got justice. But now, now you say, I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, you wronged me, but I choose to pay for the debt that you owe me. That's called forgiveness. And this, this is the dilemma. This is the dilemma with all of us constantly is that we want to be forgiven. We need to be forgiven, but we rarely want to forgive somebody else. And the scripture says, listen to me, lean in, God doesn't work this way. Matthew 6, 14, 15. If you forgive people their trespasses, check it out, this translation, their reckless and willful sins. Notice those two words, reckless and willful. Willful, reckless, I kind of just stumbled in, said something, did something, took something, didn't know, wrecked something, whatever, reckless sin. You know, I, I've used this analogy before when we were in Canada. Uh, uh, we, we were poor, poor, preaching, you know, uh, first church up there, didn't have any money, saved up enough money, actually bought a Toyota Camry, and, and that was kind of Kimberly's car, and I had a junker truck, and, and so we, we, we rolled up to some friend's house, and, and they lived in the farm, in the farmland in the country, and so you actually parked in the grass, there's no, you know, driveways like we got now, this is country, country, and, and so, so we rolled up, and, 
and we just parked in the grass. And this this gal uh, was was uh, rolled up in this big old car. Come on, one of those, one of those cars. Come on, anybody remember back in the day when those doors were like about seven feet long? Come on, somebody. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. And she was back in the back seat and, and she rolled up and, and she wasn't driving. Her name was Danielle. I still remember her name. Isn't that crazy? This is like 35 years ago. And she rolled up, got a brand new car. Come on, got, I saved all my money, got a brand new car. She opened up her car door and I'm still sitting in the car. And she went like this, whack. And listen, I'm in my car. And I went like this. That's how hard she hit it. And I, I was going, you know, come on, how many of the blood's boiling? Oh, well, help me, Jesus. I'm at a church event up in here. These are church folk. Ah. I got out and I said, oh, wow, you, you, I, you know, you, you hit my car. And she went, ha, 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 ha. That's all she, that's all I got out of her. I got out a ha, 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 ha. That nervous ha, ha laugh. And so I just said, I got a choice. I got a choice. I got a choice. And my only choice is to release it, to let it go to give it up this this reckless sin wasn't a willful sin i don't think she came up and said that's pastor gary's new car bam i don't think so i don't think so it, it, it was a, it was a reckless sin but the scripture says if you forgive people their trespasses their reckless and willful sins here's what you got to do you got to leave it you got to let it go you got to give up resentment your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not this is the key but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, check it out. Leaving them, letting them go, giving up resentment, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. Is this true or is this not true? Is this real or, or is, is, this, is this forgiveness thing something huge with God? I'm here to tell you it is. Listen, the cross says... That since Jesus paid your debt, you are required to pay other people's debts. That's what the cross preaches. Jesus was so adamant about this subject that when you read Matthew chapter 18, almost the entire chapter is talking about forgiveness. Let's look at this parable right before Peter asked Jesus this question in Matthew chapter 18. Because Peter, how many know Peter's kind of like the spokesman for all the disciples? So I'm kind of thinking the disciples were probably talking about this. And in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21, Peter comes up and Peter says this. Peter comes to Jesus and says, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And Peter's stretching it. You got to know that you got Peter's stretching it. Peter's going, how, how, how many times I got to forgive this guy on the same day from coming against me? And, and, and Pete says like to Jesus, seven times? This is a stretch. Seven times? Seven times? What's Jesus say? I don't say to you seven times, but I say 70 times seven. Uh, 490 times, not seven times, 490 times. Listen to me, not in a lifetime, every day. How many of y'all ever been married? You're going to need this right now. You, 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 you've been with some crazy people at work. You, you're going to need this right now. One clap, one honest clap right there. All right, the Lord's moving in the house today. I can sense it. Come on, and, and Jesus isn't saying, by the way, once you hit 490 or once you hit 491, you're all good. 
What he's trying to speak a parable, it's an immeasurable amount of time. You need to forgive. You need to release. You need to let it go. You need to trust God. You need to allow me to deal with whatever's coming against you. That's what he's saying. So, so, so again, Peter wanted a number. Peter wanted, wanted specific. P Peter wanted to go, exactly what do I need? Give me a number. G give me... Give me the exact amount. Is, is it three? No, it's not three. It's, it, it's immeasurable. It's unlimited. And, and, and th th this, is, th this is huge. I guarantee it. You're, I guarantee it you're like me. There are some things that have happened to me that, listen to me, I might not know because I'm not real good with exact dates, and, but I know, I, know, I know some years I know some, I know some uh, times in my life that there have been some things that people have done to me, listen to me, that I still remember. I still remember. Now, I'm telling you today, not because I'm a pastor, not because I'm some super spiritual guy, but I have totally, completely, in Jesus' name, released them, given up the resentment. I don't hold anything against them. But listen to me. There is going to be a danger in your life if you keep recounting what's been done to you. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Someone said that the people that hurt you the most are probably the people that are closest to you. And so this is something that you're going to have to be working in as a marriage, in your marriage, in your family, with your extended family. Uh, this is something that's going to be happening in church relationships and the business community as well. You're going to have to learn on how to give up resentment and discouragement and disappointment and, and all that stuff that goes with unforgiveness in your life. Jensen Franklin is a great, great preacher in Georgia. I love listening to me. He said this. He said, forgiveness is not about keeping score, but it's about losing count lose count. So Jesus, on the heels of what Peter says to him and asks him, how many times should I forgive? Peter, or excuse me, Jesus starts talking about a parable. Check it out in verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And he went and when he began to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. You do a little search, maybe some different Bible translations. Uh, 10,000 talents was about $10 billion. Again, the, the, what Jesus is trying to do is Jesus is trying to paint a picture about what he's about ready to say is that what this guy's dealing with is an impossible situation. And he was not able to pay. Look at this. He, he, was, he was just not able to pay. He, he come, he, he's, he's, got this, he's, he's got this debt. The king, the master says, I want to settle accounts with you. You, you owe me 10,000 talents. And verse 25, he was not able to pay. Listen, he was not able to pay. His master commanded him to be sold, his family to be sold, his children to be sold, and everything that he had sold. All your land, all your cars, all your stuff, all your investment, everything you got, sell it and pay the debt. Verse 26, but the servant fell down before the master and said, have patience with me. I'll, I'll pay you everything. Have patience with me. Well, we know it's impossible to pay. But he says, have patience with me. I, I'll make it right. Verse 27. Here's the key. The servant was moved. The master of the servant was moved with compassion. Moved with compassion. Released him. Forgave the debt. Forgave the debt. But. 
that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He owed him about a day's wage. He owed him $20. He laid hands on him, took him by the throat and said, pay me what you owe me. Verse 29, so the fellow servants, he fell, that, that man did just like what he did. He fell at his feet and he said, have patience with me. Have patience with me. I'll pay you everything. I'll make it right. It's only $20. I, I'll make it right. And he would not. Notice, he would not. But he went and he threw him in prison till he should pay the debt. So when the fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved. And they came and told the master what had been done. And then the master, after he was called and called him to him, said, You wicked servant. I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due him. Verse 35, don't miss it. Don't miss it. So my heavenly father will also do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Let's be real. Anybody hurts you? Anybody cuts you off? Anybody, anybody comes at you? Anybody? Let's, some of you in the room, you've been abused in ways that, that are just totally, completely ungodly. Physically, spiritually, so mentally, a mental abuse. We all have emotions from dealing with being wronged. We all have feelings about what happened to us. And those feelings aren't to be overlooked. But I'm going to ask you this morning when we take communion in a couple of moments that you give up the resentment. You give up that that has happened to you. And that from this time forward, you will know that I have been forgiven and I forgive that person. Now, let's be real. Scripture is pretty clear and just morally pretty clear. You're not a doormat. You make boundaries. Absolutely. No one should keep walking over you. We're not. That's not what we're saying. Earlier in this same chapter, Jesus deals about interpersonal relationships and about disagreements and issues and stuff that come up in all of our lives. And he, and he starts setting some boundaries. And so Jesus actually says, and we won't take time to read it, but, but, but read Matthew 18. And Jesus says, you've got a problem with somebody, somebody's got a problem with you. He says, number one, you go to them. You go to them. You go to them and you go one-on-one -on -one and you try to, you discuss what happened, the disagreement, the, 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 the problem, and you try to make it right. And, and he says, if they won't listen to you, bring two other people. Bring some other two, two other mature um, sisters or brothers in the Lord and, and let, them, let them listen to you with the hopes that they will be reconciled to you and the offense will be acknowledged and, and change can start happening in their heart, their life, and yours as well. Uh, but he says, if they don't listen to you, if they don't listen to you, th there are some people that you have to treat them, Jesus' words, like a pagan or a tax collector. There's some people you just have to shake off the dust of your feet and say, this relationship is impossible to continue. I will not allow it or you to continue 
in my life your boundary your boundary your boundary there's a book called the art of forgiving i forgot who uh, who wrote it um but he says this in, in one of the chapters this gentleman says this forgiveness isn't ignoring forgiveness isn't forgetting forgiveness isn't condoning forgiveness isn't excusing forgiveness isn't tolerating more abuse listen to me forgiveness isn't even this it's not reconciliation forgiveness isn't restoration because there's things in your and my life that not everything can be that that's been done to you can be restored it just can't because where there's reconciliation where there's reconciliation or there's going to be restoration it always involves two people but listen to me forgiveness only involves one person only involves one person and that's you and Jesus isn't even saying in this that things go back to normal you, you've been abused you've been lied to you've been stolen from Th things go back to normal like, like like nothing happened no 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 there's sometimes you just need to say stay away from me we are not continuing in any relationship and you can still forgive them in your heart but not let them in your life yeah leo come help me i think leo's in the room help me brother on the keyboard so so what what does forgiveness mean what what does it mean we read it but let me give it to you one more time what does forgiveness mean matthew 18 35 let's read it together matthew 18 35 this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister come on read those last three words from your heart come on one more time from your heart from your heart so forgiveness means listen to me you've cleansed your heart you've cleansed your heart you know goofy uh, you know a little story about christmas and kids breaking toys and think with me someone could repay you the debt like 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 a brother breaking a toy a sister breaking your barbie corvette they, they could pay you they could they could save up their allowance and they could they could buy you a new one buy you a new one listen to me but you might not ever still forgive them in your heart you could still be angry you could still be resentful you could still go every time you see that that Corvette that they bought you in your heart you're thinking about that's not the one I got so let me ask you a question come on just just real adults up in the room high school students up in the room been through it aged and young we've all been through this what's going on in here when you think about them or that situation what's going on in here you tied up again you tore up again you want to get even you still you're still looking for a little bit of 
I hope something bad happens to them. Can I free you from a thought? Jesus said this, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Come on, let, let God take care of that. You take, come on, let, you, you take care of your heart. Let, let God take care of them. So let me give you just a, 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 a quick kind of six or seven word picture here. Not word picture, but something that I think we could leave with today. Come on, everybody put your hand like right here. Come on, just help me right here. Here it is. Are you clear? In here. Are you clear in here? My conscience is clear. I don't want any evil to come to them. What they did was wrong. They abused me. They lied. They stole from me. They took from me. They tried to hurt me. But listen to me. You're still here. But how about today we just not carry it any further? How about today we just let it go? Yeah, yeah. That business deal that they said you got and they gave it to somebody else? When they said, You're, I, 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 I'm with you, I'm there, and, and they lied to you? They uh, your, your family? Listen, your, 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 your dad, your uncle, your mom who's now dead who said, you're going to get this? And the brothers and sisters came along and said, that's not what mom said. And they took it. And now you're mad at a mom or dad who's dead. And they cannot ever repay the debt that you believe they owe you. But it's tearing you up. So what's your choice? Be tore up for the rest of your life? get an ulcer, have sleepless nights, stress, or to say, I'm going to be clear up in here and I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Just, just a couple more minutes before we receive communion because we're going to seal it right now. Listen, communion, the body and the blood of Jesus is going to bring healing and victory in your my life today. Amen. Come on, let's believe that. Do, do you remember how the story ended with the man who was forgiven $10 billion and was choking out the brother with the 20? Do you remember how it ended? He was put in prison. Read the scripture. And he was delivered to the torturers torturers unforgiveness listen unforgiveness is just merciless this is the picture this is the picture of all unforgiveness it destroys you it'll destroy other relationships angry bitter resentful it'll destroy your health it'll destroy your outlook it'll destroy your, your, your relationships all around you listen to me today is a day that we're going to believe in Jesus' name, that whom the Son sets free, come on, everybody, is going to be free indeed. Amen? Come on, we're knowing the truth, and the truth is going to set us free. Come on, I'm going to ask you that you stand this morning, everybody in the room. Go ahead and grab your communion element. Why don't you go ahead and start opening it up a little bit?
if you don't have one, our ushers will raise your hand if you don't have one, please. And our ushers will come around and help you. We have some on the front row, please, guys. We have some on the front row, right over here. Right over here, Andre, in the front row. Thank you. You that are at the house, come on, let me just talk to the cameras right now. You that are live, you that are live at the house, go get a cracker, go get a piece of bread, get some water. If you got some juice, you have communion with us too. This morning, I'm gonna ask you just to take about 20 seconds, because it doesn't take long, that you judge yourself. The scripture says, if you judge yourself, you won't be judged. This morning, let me ask you, do you know Jesus? If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come on, how about right now, everybody in the room online, you just say this with me. Something's going on in your heart right now, you go, man, I need to forgive some people, but I haven't got the power to do it. Listen to me. The power of Jesus in you will help you forgive everybody of everything. So it's not a natural thing to want to do. The natural thing is I want to get even. I want to retaliate. I want an eye for eye, a tooth for a tooth. But that's not the God way. So if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you're away from him today, how about you open your heart right now and open your mouth and say this with me. Come on, everybody. Dear Heavenly Father. I'm a sinner in need of a savior. I believe in my heart and I say with my mouth, God raised Jesus from the dead. Be my Lord, be my savior forever and ever. I repent, I change my mind, I'm changing my direction. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, come on, all God's people said amen, amen, come on, amen. If you prayed that prayer, the scripture is real clear. You meant it in your heart. You're a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things passed away. All things have become new. You're a child of God. Come on, God's invited you to spend eternity with him. Come on, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, wants to have a relationship with you. That's, that's the kind of partnership you just entered into right now. Come on, that's worthy of celebrating. Amen, everybody? Come on, I know we can't clap because you'll shake juice on your neighbor, but, but praise the Lord. Come on. Angels are rejoicing over the decision that you made right now or reintroducing you to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So as we come to this table, as we come to this table, the scripture calls it a table of mercy. A table of mercy. A table where we judge ourselves, where we look at our own life and we, we release, we we let it go. We, we send away what anybody has done to me. I want, I, want, I want to be clear in here today, Lord. I want to be clear. I want, I want my conscience cleansed. I want anything going on in my life to be out of my life today. And I'm believing in the power of the body and the power of the blood that that's exactly what's going to happen. Let's read a scripture from 1 Corinthians 11. Verse 27, Paul says this, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus. 
will be guilty. Verse 28, let a man examine himself. That's what we do. We, we examine ourselves before we eat the bread and drink the cup. So come on, right now, just 15 seconds. Come on, right there, close your eyes, examine yourself. What area am I, am I involved in some things I need to get, get myself out of, Lord? Where, where am I displeasing you? I want to please you in my life. I want to fulfill your purpose and your plan for me. I examine myself. I, I, I let the light of your word and your love shine in my heart. Forgive me. Come on, tell them that. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Verse 29 says, He who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. Many go to Many leave this earth early because they don't judge themselves, the scripture says. If we judge ourselves, verse 31, we would not be judged. So Father, today we take this serious. We judge ourselves. We, we, we thank you that all judgment was put on you, but Lord, you told us to look at our own lives in light of you, Jesus. So as we come to this table, specifically today, we're asking you that anything in our heart for anything that's happened to us that we forgive that person, any debt that we believe they owe us, we release it, we let it go. We take off the burden. We're not gonna be burdened by this any longer. We're gonna walk in freedom from this day forward in Jesus' name. Come on, take the, take the bread, go ahead and break it, snap it. We thank you for the body of Christ wholeness in your and my life he was on a cross he was pierced he was broken he was bruised he was bloodied for you and me so that we could be forever connected with God the Father in Jesus name let's partake take that juice symbolic of the blood of Christ. The Bible even says in the Old Testament, when they killed that lamb, they took the blood and put over the doorposts of their house and the death angel wouldn't, would pass over, wouldn't come to their house. Come on, Jesus is our Passover. He's our Passover. We believe that the power of the blood of Jesus is cleansing us delivering us, saving us, and continually changing us. The blood is continually circulating in your body right now, and you don't even know it. The blood of Jesus Christ is working in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body right now. We acknowledge the finished work of the cross. When Jesus said, it is finished, Everything was finished in the plan of God to bring mankind back into perfect harmony with Him. You've never done anything that could ever separate you from the love of Christ. Jesus loves you eternally. The blood, the blood, the blood speaks of that right now. So we receive forgiveness. We give forgiveness. 
because we've received forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, let's partake.